yeah. <laughs> Do you remember my living room? I had like a love seat, uh, mm-hmm. a small sofa, and basically my fridge was just pizza and beer and yeah. soda. <laughs> it, it really was. <laughs> So it was, you know, before the days of USB and all, all you kids just easy plug and play, like we had a specific port that was for joysticks. <laughs> no. Craig is here. Hi, Craig. Oh, what is up, everybody? Um, wow, I'm like, I just stumbled here. Yeah, hi. <laughs> Welcome to the Retro Rats Retro Gaming <laughs> Podcast. It is our 61st episode, and I am Al. I'm Nick. Oh, man, that was a, it feels like a quick two weeks, man. It's been, uh, it really has been. Uh, summer, it, it, it's this COVID thing, man, it's so weird. It's like the longest yet fastest year. I, I can't, I can't describe it. But, uh, yeah, how have you been? Doing good, still surviving. Surviving. Uh, it's like I said to my wife, we've been training for this our whole lives. I mean, we got to stay inside <laughs> board people and play games. <laughs> That's right. But uh, yeah, no, it's it's uh, it's been interesting this way, as you saw uh, with the remnants of the hurricane that rolled through here. Uh, my basement flooded again. Oh, no. And I'm calling in to get a dumpster again. Uh, and then after that, gonna call some contractors. I got a couple names from friends, couple recos. I'm uh, gonna call them in, show them what I want to do, see if they think that's the right way to go, and then uh, hopefully mitigate this problem for good. And then this has really gotten my wife and I on the conversation of, well, since we're throwing out a ton of shit, um, it, like it just kind of dawned on us both: like, is this the place? Do we really want to invest more money in this house? After that? are we staying here forever? And the both of us just looked at each other. We're like, no, like it's, it's been, it was a nice house for me and her. Um, and Paige, like when my first kid was born, but you know, we've got three kids now and there are simply like right now the, the two oldest are sharing a room. Uh, and then the youngest has her crib out in the loft and, you know, they're going to get older and they're going to need separate rooms. And then that means like if each of the remaining rooms in this house became individually theirs, like I wouldn't have an office. So I wouldn't have a place to work. Um, and that, and this, it's a small house. I mean, this was, you remember when I got it, I mean, this was like the quintessential bachelor pad. <laughs> oh yeah. Do you, do you remember my living room? I had like a love seat, uh, mm-hmm. small sofa and, Basically, my fridge was just pizza and beer and yeah. soda. Came over. <laughs> it really was. It would come over for band practice. And it's like, you know, <laughs> half full of pizza. <laughs> like top shelf would have pizza. Middle shelf would have beer. <laughs> Sometimes Thai would be in there. You know, <laughs> there would be some Thai in there. Yes. Yes. Oh, my God. We uh, we ordered from them uh, not too long ago. Uh, I think I mentioned it to you, too. I was I always got to let Nick know. This is like our favorite place in the whole world. And I think Nick and I have been eating there now close to 20 years. Oh, it's been forever since I've ate there, though, man. It's like, I, I'm craving some Thai. I've been I've been working on, like, kind of these, these you know, uh, Indian and some Thai recipes. Yeah, obviously, nowhere near the caliber <laughs> of booze. Right, but I'm telling like, you. I just, I just want some of that taste. Yeah, yeah. And, and I'm telling you, man, I've tried. My wife has gotten pretty solid on, like, her own coconut chicken curry. 
it's not boons, but it's definitely really good. Nice. Um, but it was one of those like, you know, uh, if you remember where Tannersville is, and you remember uh, that fountain court area, it was like the the strip mall in there that had the fountain, and it was like. Uh, there's like a pizza joint in there, a couple of doctor's offices. Well, anyway, there's a faux restaurant there now. And, oh. Uh, oh, it's fantastic, too. We got we got some takeout from there the other night. And it was just like, they do it right. Like, they give you, like, the broth is hot. They give you all the fixings. And they have your meats all wrapped up, like, completely raw. And you just fucking toss it on the stove. Oh, you know? oh dude, it's so good. <laughs> like, we were just sitting there, and it was just like, man, like... Uh, this this stuff just you need stuff like this during a, a crisis just makes you feel better but yes. <laughs> so anyway we're we're um, once we get the basement cleaned out uh and we get rid of a quintessential fuck ton of stuff that like old shit that i've had for years that i haven't even touched in like a year i probably don't even know i have anymore um actually uh roberta vaughn if you're listening uh she's the awesome uh guild mom over at the classic gamers guild uh, I'm going to do a post there once we have a lot of the stuff cleaned up. I have a lot of games, like old games still in the box and stuff like that. And, you know, I was kind of holding them on for like, you know, it was, it was kind of sentimental value, kind of collecting back in the day. But it's like, eh, you know what? Like, I really do want to trim down, you know, and <clears throat> some, I'm going to uh, find somebody on there. I know there's a couple people on there that to collect and stuff. And, uh, you know, whoever basically wants it the most, they can just have it. Because mm-hmm. uh, I know it'll just go to a good place, and they'll, they'll you know, take care of it and stuff. But yeah, so it's kind of exciting. Like, now that we've really kind of got ourselves in that mindset, we're looking at places in the area, you know, still close to both sets of parents. And um, yeah, I mean, it's uh, it's an interesting time uh, to be buying and selling a house. Prices are <laughs> interesting. Um, some think- are way out there. But it probably well, it probably depends on where you're looking. But I imagine they they probably be, I would think, in decent shape. They are. It's. I was surprised. Um, I'd still say it's a a seller's market, but it really is. uh, It's an interesting time to be to be buying and selling a place right now. So we're we're you know we're sniffing around, seeing what we can find, and uh, we'll go from there. But yeah, I mean that's just life and stuff. What have you uh, been playing, doing? Uh, yeah, not much, not too much. I've been uh, getting back into Satisfactory. I was actually playing it earlier today, doing a long. I have that. I've got to play it. Oh, it's it, it's 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 kind of a very much a Zen game. You know, you know, it's just yeah? it's super chill. Like, yeah, there's enemies in it, but really, it's not that bad. You know, it's like it, it's uh-huh. more it's more about building. And in another relation, if you've ever played Factorio, this is the obviously the 3D you know FPS version of that. Yeah, my boss used to uh, love this game. I think he still plays it. I've, I've never, I've never picked it up. I mean, I have it. I just never picked it up. Oh yeah, in, yeah, definitely. It's one of the few early access. I would say, like, this is absolutely worth picking up. Okay, it's a lot of fun. Yeah, I say it's fun if you enjoy just like you know making you know construction of uh, you know. I say buildings, but uh, uh, like production but, chains. Yeah, pr- yeah, production chains. The same. Yeah, it's exactly it. Okay. Okay. And you know, there's a bit of a tech tree to it, so you have to, you know, kind of go through various unlocks. Um, but it's like you know, you know, and you know, there's plenty of examples out there on the internet if you're curious about it. But it's like you know, some people go for like super mega builds, and like for me, it's like yeah. I, tr- I tried. I'm a I'm a minimalist slash spaghetti code. <laughs> <laughs> 
So it's like, how little can I build and make it all work within that? Whereas like some like, you know, it's like, how, how big can I build? How many, you know, processing units of like making metal plates can I do type of thing? Really? So oh, that it, sounds it, fascinating. Yeah, yeah and, and that's where I, I, I say it's kind of a Zen game because it's like whatever your play style is, whether you know, whether you know, your OCD and everything has to be in its right place, uh, or me, it's like don't ever watch my stream with it because you'll you'll our eyes will start twitching immediately <laughs> at the spaghetti factory because I got conveyor belts everywhere, nothing's organized. It's like this thing's doing this thing and that's doing that. Oh, you gotta let me know when you stream that. I would love to watch that because <laughs> I'm the same way. Like it's so funny when people like in my work life um, meet me in person, and like mm-hmm. especially if like we get you know on a friendly rapport and they come over and they're like, you're the most organized person I know at work, but your office paints a different picture. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm like, yeah, I use all my powers of organization for work. That's right. That's where it goes. (laughs) Gone. (laughs) I know that feeling. That's funny, man. I'd have to check that out. But yeah, like, so, you know, and it's easily one of those games where it's like, you know, some games like civilization, it's all about one more turn satisfactory is all about i gotta build one more thing (laughs) and like five hours later like holy crap (laughs) yeah that's what my boss was saying my old boss he was like he's like yeah i was up entirely too late playing satisfactory he's like i was only gonna play for an hour (laughs) (laughs) it's like like, oh in and out he's like no like three hours later you're like (laughs) (laughs) that definitely sounds like uh my speed you know my kind of thing though i dig it I'll have to look into it. I haven't. I just never picked it up. Yeah, yeah. It's def- def- definitely worth checking out or, you know, re-downloading it. I, they recently put in a new update. So um, if you follow, you know, obviously, again, early development or early access, essentially. I think it's on Steam now, uh, too. Uh, it's, I it's, believe so. It's been on the Epic Store. Uh, I think it recently just, I think with update three, it came to Steam. Uh, uh-huh. So multiple ways to even get it now. <laughs> and, Interesting. Um, with update three, basically they added uh, liquid. So prior to that, like everything was basically a solid. So you know, so you know, metal or uh, say for instance, like your mine, your your mining oil, you know, drilling for oil, uh-huh. uh, it would you know come up. You, you build these like minor uh, facility or a facility, but uh, building, and out would pop you know boil uh, boil barrels of oil. Now huh. you you put a drill on it comes out as liquid so you basically have to have tubing and you know uh all you know the liquid it goes to a refinery and then you can turn it into barrels of whatever you need so and, and then so what do you do with it like once you have finished production chain you actually sell it uh so there, there's multiple things so uh more or less like the end game is always towards uh you know early on you you build a, what's called a space elevator you know it's like it, this is science fiction so you're you know you're part of the this fix it uh corporation that sends you out to this planet to you know, do its bidding, essentially. I Supposedly, eventually, uh-huh. there's going to be a story. But that's basically the story light mode right now. And that's okay. all you get. <clears throat> so uh, as part of getting up into the tech, higher tech trees of building, you know, higher-end stuff, you have to send materials up the space elevator to then, you know, get unlocks into the next, you know, uh, research tier. Oh. Um, and so uh, basically what you do is, is part of, the, like, the end game. More or less, if there is an end game, (laughs) (laughs) is uh, there's uh, you know they have like basically I call it the garbage disposal, but you know it's called the sink system, and it's designed to basically you know eat you know materials and it spits out little coupons which then you can use for like 
uh there's like some you know statue awards uh they actually have the cyber truck from uh uh tesla except with square oh, tires wow. <laughs> so it doesn't it doesn't go anywhere like it clunkily like you know hops around it's, it's kind of like an easter egg more or less Oh, that's um, true. But yeah, all, all these things that you can eventually get with that. Uh, and yeah, again, it, it's down to your playstyle. So you could get to the end of like unlocking everything and it's like, okay, uh, yeah, I've quote unquote beat the game. Uh, others like, no, now now the true challenge of like, you know, that's usually when they start to build the mega factories of like, you know, <laughs> you know just like you know, whole rows of power stations and then whole, ro- whole rows of, you know, all the manufacturing needed and... And because you don't have to worry about necessarily resources running out, like once you find a node of a uh, permanent node, so there's temporary nodes that you know, you know, you, you hit it a couple times with your manual pickaxe, and you, right. get, you get like some starting materials essentially. But okay. there's permanent nodes. You 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 know, you, once your miner's down, it's going to infinitely, you know, mine. It doesn't never runs out. So once you find right. it. That's it. So that's part of like the Zen aspect. So it's not like other games where, you know, it's like you find node and you'll deplete that node or you have to wait, you know, 24 hours for it to, you know, uh, revitalize itself or whatever. <laughs> not with this. It's, just, it's it's simply an infinite node. So it's it's all a matter of like how efficiently can you mine out of that and then use the materials out of that to then, you know, build, you know, whatever else down the line. That is interesting. All right. Well, I'm going to have to give that a look. That sounds like something I might enjoy. Oh, that's yeah. A- yeah, I'm gonna try. Just, just again, beware when you start because you were like, "Oh, I'll just play this for a few minutes." Yeah, <laughs> you look up <laughs> five a.m. What? <laughs> My wife ought to love that. <laughs> God bless her. I don't know how she deals with me. Um, that's cool. Watching anything good? Uh, finished up the Expanse. Uh, up to season through season four now, so I'm all caught up with that. Ready for season five to come out either later this year or next year. I don't think we have a date yet, but uh, ha- you know, I had a blast with that. Our Twitch watch party. Um, probably going to be jumping to um, uh, Man in the High Castle next. Oh, you're in for a treat. You haven't it, seen that yet. Well, I, I've watched season one, but I never got around to like finishing the other seasons. And again, when when like the, there there were like rumors and then we started to see, you know, traction of the Twitch watch party. It's like, oh, I'm going to wait until I can, you know, watch it with my audience and uh, and then watch it then. I mean, so. Yeah. I so, might have to start doing something like that because like, I don't feel I'm as good of a gamer to be entertaining, you know, playing games. But oh, you know my commentary in movies. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, absolutely, and it's it's, it's total fun because, like, for them, like y'all, a lot of my aunts actually have already seen it, so they know yeah. like kind of some of the beats that have happened in Expanse, and they'll be like, "Oh, here it comes," and then I'll be, I'll be like, you know, some like shock and awe over, like, "Holy crap!" Oh, <laughs> and they're like, ah! <laughs> and so they can kind of live vicariously back through me, and or you know, you know, if we ever watch, you know, eventually when season five drops, like, we'll all be watching it pretty fresh. At that point, so it'll, it'll be really exciting. Cool. That is exciting, man. I uh, I might have to do something like that. I've been wanting to get back into streaming. Um, nothing too complicated, you know. I've I've been thinking about it off and on. It's just a matter of getting the time to do it. Oh yeah, sure. Um, yeah, maybe something on a Saturday night or something. I'll have to figure it out. But a watch party would be kind of fun. And I would like, I don't know, I'm sure people have done this to death, but I would just love to find like the trashiest, stupidest, cheap, cheesiest movies oh, yeah. that I can find. They're just god awful and just see like how long I could sit through it. <laughs> people watching, I think it would be fun. <laughs> uh, just torture myself for the entertainment of everybody else. Well, that's cool. Um, I've been playing um, 
Horizon Zero Dawn. I picked that Ooh. up. On uh, PlayStation or the PC version now? PC version. Oh, yeah. How, how's that there? Uh, it's gorgeous. Uh, I got everything cranked up. I've never played it. I played maybe an hour of it on the PlayStation. Um, but then something else came out and distracted me. And now I'm really sitting down and playing through it. And I have to say, I am just in love with this world and this story that they've created with this. It is such a cool concept. Um, do you know much about the game? Uh, I, I know, I know vaguely, uh, unfortunately, I think I spoiled the ending for myself when I was watching a, a let's play. I'm like, what is this all about? So now having seen that, it's like, I do want to kind of go back and actually play the rest of it. Um, yeah. So I, I, I have no idea. For, I won't spoil it for you. Uh, it's, it's really good. It, it's like, Ooh, it, it explains all because I, what I didn't understand was the whole robot dinosaur animal yeah. And then natives was like, it's like, what is this? Like, what is this world? Well, I'm, I'm, I know I, I can already tell just based on stuff I found in the wilderness. Um, like this looks like a post, a, like machine war earth, you know, it's like technology completely rebellion. And, um, basically like there's ruined cities. Like I just, I was walking in this like jungle area and I was walking on a slab of concrete, and I kept going forward a little bit, and all of a sudden I realized that the structure in front of me was a rusted-out traffic light. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You know, and if I walked past rusted-out cars. So I love the concept that they're doing, and that it's not a ruined world, it's just the world after. And, like, it's lush, and they, we've gone back to nature, and technology is something feared and avoided. And um, the writing's great. Like, the writing's really good. I love the main character. Uh, she's just she's pretty, but yeah, uh, yeah. and she's just very like. I, I love how you can play the character, kind of like the thoughtful or the aggressive or like compassionate. Um, it's just it's really really interesting, like how these tribes are different. Uh, that I found so far, I just completed my first. Uh, God, what do they call them? Uh, it starts with a C, but it's basically like you go into a machine ruin. Or like mm -hmm. a, a, an underground, and like you complete like these trials and override the core, and so I basically had like my first big boss fight too, and like it's a game that really forces you to think on your feet. Like if you're just sitting there trying to swing it with your spear and your bow, you're just going to get slaughtered. Right. And I realized, you know, fighting this big uh, was like Firebolter or something like that. It basically looked like a big fucking robot dinosaur. Um, I had to basically uh, use like my trip caster that shot these ropes out to tie it up and then I can go beat the shit out of it. Um, this is neat. Like, it's a really neat concept. This, the writing's really good. Um, so I'm enjoying that. On my lunch breaks during the day, I've been playing uh, Death Stranding on PC. Um, which I've, I've gushed about this game many times. <laughs> I absolutely love this game. Like there, You want to talk zen? That game has some serious zen. At least until you get into an area where there's BTs and then you're freaking the fuck out. <laughs> um, but it's such a great game. Like it's, it's just... It's like somebody finally like just cut Kojima loose and let him do whatever the hell he wanted, and this is the game he made. And I, I feel like this is going to be one of those games that's like that underappreciated masterpiece. Like people are going to be looking back on this game in the future and realize like how amazing this game was. Like just in writing and the way you play and just how well the world's put together and and 
it's another game of again like self-discovery of the world that we're in and how things fall apart and how do we get it back together and it's such an interesting concept that you're basically doing that through the mail in a way so it's got like that pony express kind of feeling to it you know um i think you'd really like it i think that's one if you pick it up i think you'd really enjoy it sure it's de- definitely a cool game so i've been playing that uh, I've been playing Ghost of Tsushima on and off at night. Oh, just like, how is that? That's fantastic. Like, you're in a lot of the same movies I am. Like, oh, this yeah. is this is playing a Kurosawa movie. Nice. It's just great. And, like, I love the concept of it. You know, you're a samurai, and your village is invaded by the Mongols in the beginning of the game. And they're just, like, the Mongols tend to do, stampeding across the entire place. <laughs> just destroying everything in their path and you know you're a samurai that's been trained you know to face your enemy head on let them see you coming and and you fight with honor and your character you just slowly start to realize like that's why we're losing and you 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 know you kind of you can keep doing it the samurai way it's really fucking hard or you can go you know the way of the ghost and now you're you know sneaking up on people and you know, stabbing them in the back and and all that stuff. It's an interesting thing to see how your character changes and the world just changes around you. That and it's just a graphically gorgeous game on the PS4. Absolutely beautiful game uh, and just another open world that's fun to walk around in. Um, I wouldn't say like the story's got me super hooked. I mean, it's a good story. It's a Kurosawa movie. Like, and I love Kurosawa movies. So, like, it, it's made in that vein um and it's got that spirit to it so if you're into like uh you know akira kurosawa i think akira kurosawa uh if you're into those kind of like old japanese samurai movies it even has a kurosawa mode where like it turns the whole thing black and white and it's got like that grainy you know old footage and even the voices then are like all over exaggerated it's really cool really cool how they do it um but yeah i I recommend it i mean if you have a ps4 that's worth picking up um, and then on the watching front, uh, my wife and I finished up lock and key, uh, season one on Netflix. I, I loved it. I, I, if you have not watched that yet, like that is such a great series. Like I really, really enjoyed it. Um, written by Joe Hill, uh, Stephen King's, uh, son. Hmm. Uh, he, he definitely has that, that, that talent was genetic. <laughs> he is a phenomenal writer. And this was just such a well done show. And I, I loved the concept of it. Like this family is basically like the, I don't even want to, I, I, it's not really spoiled, but the family is like these, like this house, this key house that they live in. It's called key house. And there's these, like this, the little boy starts finding these magic keys and they have like different properties. Like one, you can uh, use it to open a door and then go anywhere you want. Um, and you'll just end up there. Um, it's really wild. Like if you like just like a fantasy, uh, but very dark, very dark. So that, that is a forewarning. Uh, it's definitely not one to watch with little kids, maybe, you know, eh, teens or something like that is probably fine, uh, but it's good. It's a very good show. Again, it's something else. I think you, you would really enjoy Nick. Nice. Um, and then, granted, we couldn't do this on a Prime watch party because it's part of the CVS thing, and I only just noticed it. Um, I still have that CVS All Access because I forgot to cancel it. And I'm kind of glad I did because I just saw the other day that Twin Peaks is on there. And 
I never saw that show. Like when we were growing up, I think it was, I was a little bit too young yet. Um, but it was one like I still remember like a lot of people in my parents' social circle, and it was like you heard everybody talking about this show. And so I started looking into it, and I'm like, oh, Kyle McLaughlin, I like Kyle McLaughlin. Uh, oh wow, David Duchovny's in this too. Okay, like, and then it's like it's it's directed by David Lynch, and it's written by David Lynch and uh, Frost. I can remember the guy's first name. But they've done other projects together, and it's it's great stuff. And uh, I love it. I, I just started the first episode today, um, about three quarters of the way through, and it is so oddball, but so good. It's like one of those like it's a cop drama, like it's a it's a you know detective drama kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And but it's got like that. It was one of the first shows to really do this, like where Lynch was taking a cop drama, but then giving it like a character's uh, story where it's like it's all about the people in this small town in Washington, you know, called Twin Peaks. And, you know, it all starts with the murder of the homecoming queen. And like that's like literally how the first five minutes start. Like they find a, a body on the, the shore by this uh, uh, by this hotel or this inn. And like it's really interesting how it just paints a really cool picture of what most small towns are like. Like everybody's got, you know, this person they are on the surface. And then you start seeing like, there's just some weird shit going on. Like it almost feels X files to me, but it's not like supernatural or anything like that. At least not yet. I don't know if it, if it goes that way. Um, but it's a really interesting show. So I'm, I'm excited to watch more of this and it's probably what I'm going to do when we're done here. I want to finish that first episode because I'm really liking it. But yeah, the 1989's Twin Peaks. It's actually a very good show from what I've seen so far. Nice. But, uh, yeah, did you ever watch that? I mean, I think we were both a bit too young. No, no. I, I know of it in hindsight uh, because of, um, uh, what was it, Deadly Premonition. That, oh, thank you, because I forgot to mention that. Um, that's what got me watching it, believe it or not. Um, because when we were down in Cape May... I wound up picking up Deadly Premonition one and two on the Switch. Aha! And they had just they just released, I guess, the the new one. And I played the first one. In fact, I think you played it with me. I got it on. I think it was Xbox. I forget what that came out on, but I remember. I thought I remembered playing that. You know, at my parents' old place. I thought I remembered uh, you seeing that too. And I was just like, man, like. I've never even watched Twin Peaks, but the weirdness of it feels very Twin Peaks. And then I started looking at like Wikipedia articles and they're like, yeah, everybody compares this game to Twin Peaks. So it's like, all right, I like these games. I played them. I enjoyed them. I'm going to check the show out. And that's what got me Mm -hmm. checking it out. uh, Yeah, no, just a a, a wonderfully, beautifully bizarre show. I I can't (laughs) wait to watch it. That's pretty much it for me. Uh, we can move on to some release highlights. This is a very exciting month, at least for me. Um, so we'll start with the first item. Have you watched anything about the new flight simulator that's coming out? Uh, I've seen the things from, I think it was like E3 last year. And then I think they debuted in the last Xbox, uh, or not debut, but, you know, additional stuff in the last, Mm -hmm. uh, Xbox, you know, quote unquote, stand in for E3. Uh, and it looks sharp, like absolutely stunning graphics for and, and it's kind of weird because like you know it's like you wouldn't normally think like you know well, well it's, a, it's a flight simulator right? now you're only gonna see things like but it's, no it's, you're gonna it's see su- yeah it's a super level of detail it's like man this looks fantastic 
Well, and not just that, but they've done something that like no one's done yet. Uh, they basically, through Bing and artificial intelligence and satellite, have mapped the entire world. And That's crazy. You, you can take off and land at any of the 62,000-plus airports that are in the world. Now, only about 30 of them have been like painstakingly hand-drawn with like assets to be completely identical to their real-life counterparts. And these are big ones like JFK, San Francisco Inter uh, International. Uh, but then, like, I saw a guy that was just uh, doing, like, playing a preview copy, and he was doing a demo. And, like, he went, flew out of his small-town airport. He's like, I can't believe they fucking have it. And he's like, he's like, it looks pretty much exactly, because, again, they're, it's, it's built by the satellite imagery, and it looks just like his small-town airport. So it's like, I, I was looking in the list of airports, like Allentown, Bethlehem, Easton, you know, Lehigh Valley airports there. You can take off and land there if you want. Um, but you can literally go anywhere in the world. And it is mapped beautifully. Like, it's not just like the shitty, like, like a shitty Google Earth picture. Like, in cities, like, the AI actually, like, pulls the skyscrapers and, and will actually build it. So it's like you're actually looking at a city, not a flat image. And, like, at night, you see all the the lighting, you know, from streetlights and everything. It's all realistic. The weather systems, like, a live weather system. And the guy was basically demonstrating that, like, it's, it's it, they're even modeling, like, the position of the sun based on you know, live data. And the guy was saying, like, I was literally watching a cloud roll over my house as I was flying over it and saw that the sunlight that was coming in my window had started to dim because the clouds were going oh, over it. Oh, man, that's crazy. Yeah, like, the level of detail is insane. So I wanted to take a second with this, and now it's like, okay, so now you can fly anywhere in the world. A, this is great in the time of COVID, because I'll actually get to do some traveling. <laughs> um, where do you want to go first? Fly anywhere. That, that, that is a good question. Uh, Area 51. <laughs> That's a great idea, actually. I'm going to put that, I'm going to write that down. Um, <laughs> my first, uh, I will be taking off out of uh, Queenstown, New Zealand. And I will be flying over the Hobbit movie set. Going out to uh, ah, Matamata. Very nice, yeah. Fly over the uh, the permanently built Shire set that they have there. Uh, so I'm looking forward to doing that. Um, obviously, uh, I've seen reviewers like, holy shit, I just flew over my house. So I've got to do that. i got to go fly over my house. And then... Um, I don't know. From there, I feel like this is going to become a little bit of an obsession for me. Like <laughs> random destinations to see if I can get to them and, 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 you know, and do my thing. So I'm really excited for that game. It looks phenomenal. It really looks good. Um, the next one that's really on my radar, I think that comes out the 28th, the end of this month, is uh, Wasteland 3 uh, by In Exile Entertainment, uh, Brian Fargo. Um, Obviously, the, the first Wasteland is considered a, a classic uh, all-time computer game. It's what inspired the Fallout series. Uh, mm -hmm. It's a good game. Very good game in and of itself. Um, Wasteland 3 looks amazing. Uh, the second one was great. I bought the second one, played it, I beat it. 
Um, that was another one like took place in the Arizona desert. Um, you know, post-apocalyptic world. Wasteland three has me really uh, interested because um, it's taking place now in like the north in a snowy area. Like none of these post-apocalyptic games ever have snow, so I'm really stoked for this. And uh, the story sounds really good. And uh, I was just thinking, I'll, I'll, maybe I'll I'll reach out. I'm sure they're crazy right now, but it'd be a great time to see if we can get Brian Fargo on the show and uh, talk about the game. I'd love to. You know, as things are wrapping up, if he's got the time, we'll see if we can reach out and get a get an interview. Because he's another developer, like I've I've followed my whole life. Like he's done the Bard's Tale games, uh, like those were his. Like he created those. He did Wasteland. Like a lot of these, like who's who's man. Like these are these are his babies. So it'd be really interesting to talk to yet another pioneer in our industry that's just done amazing things. Um, have you seen anything on that one? No, not yet. Yeah, check it out. It looks really, really good. Uh, Baldur's Gate style kind of engine, obviously newer, okay. much newer, mm-hmm. uh, but it's that kind of game, that kind of RPG, uh, and just it's fun. The second one is a great game. If you have a uh, uh, Game Pass Ultimate, you know the PC one. I think the second one's on there, and I think the first one is too. So you can play that, and uh, the Bard's Tale games are on there, um, including the fourth one, which I've gushed about uh, many times. Great game. So yeah, I'm excited for Wasteland Three. Uh, one I'm not so excited about, and I'm, I'm interested for your take on this. Have you seen the Adventures game that's coming out? <laughs> uh, yeah, so I, I think that I want to say it debuted at last year's E3, and yes. it's like okay, it's like oh, interesting. Um, and kind of seen more and more stuff over the past year, and it's kind of like eh, I'm, on, I'm on the fence slash meh on that right now. Yeah, I, I'm at the same place. Uh, Kotaku had a very interesting take on it. Um, Mike Fahey, uh, the article he just posted not too long ago, said, I played the Avengers beta, and I'm not that excited. And um, <laughs> I mean, the, the concept to me is interesting and in that you're yeah. actually playing as the superheroes um, and like you're building them up. Uh, like There's like a whole skill system and, and, and all that. Mm-hmm. Um, the appealing part to me sounds like uh, playing with friends because you can bring, you know, do co-op with friends. Okay. Um, and when uh, people were doing the multiplayer, he was saying he was doing the multiplayer missions during his brief time with the beta. And um, he said, but this is where like some Anthem feelings kicked in where it's like, um, like basically traveling between waypoints with a full team is, is pretty cool. But yeah, it's just not not as good. Um, there, there was like some anthemy feel there, but I don't know. It's one of those. I'm gonna wait. You know, I'll wait and see what people are saying. It's probably one I might check out on a good sale, but I'm not. Like, I don't know. They're doing like a real good press push on it, but it's just yeah. That's kind of where I'm at. I know they're doing a beta weekends throughout August. I think PC is at the end of the month. I think. Yeah, I think it's an open beta. Um, so I might try and check it out then just to, you know, give it a whirl, yeah. but like I'm kind of in the same boat in terms of, you know, like it does interest me. Uh, I know initially a lot of people were put off for like, Oh, it doesn't, doesn't look like the MCU Avengers. I'm yeah. Like, I don't oh, give a shit about that. Yeah. It's like, I, I could care less about it. It's like, I, you know, I realized like one, it, one, if they're going for the MCU Avengers, that's like, that's like a whole, you know, 
you know, I'd say price point, but in terms of like what they would have to jump through in order to get like the licenses to, you know, have their likeness of the entire cast and crew and all that, or, you know, yeah. And it's like, I can see why they didn't in, but it it keeps with the theme of the character. So it's like, that's, I'm I'm with you. It's like, I could care less. Like it's, it's the Avengers, you know, the thematic materials there, like this, this looks cool on that, that concept level. But yeah, in terms of like execution, it's like, you know, it's like, I don't know. Yeah, yeah it's kind of like it feels, I don't want to say fully lackluster without having played it, but, you know, in terms right. of the, again, the media covers so far, like, that's what it feels like. Yeah, it's just not grabbing me. Yeah. Um, and I understand that a lot of the preview that people have had with it has been very limited, and it's kind of the same chunk of game every time that they've, you know, the people in the, the industry have played over and over now at this point. Um, so I think it'll be interesting to see how this pans out. Mm-hmm. Um, another release that came out that I've, I've been interested in playing, but I heard it's just a mess right now is Fall Guys. Uh, that new really? like battle, that battle royale, yeah, um, cartoony. It looks great, but I, I hear there's like server issues and stuff. And oh yeah, yeah, well, well yeah, I'd say that's minor because like when it was stable, like because I've been kind of keeping an eye on it's like and, and it looks like a Mario Party slash, you know, just yeah, great. It's interesting. Game. Yeah, and but I'm I'm kind of I was about to get it, but then I, yeah, I saw the same things like all the server issues. Like okay, I'm gonna wait for them to kind of resolve the server issues because I think once they have that down, like it looks like an absolutely solid game. Yeah, I'm I'm definitely gonna grab it uh, at some point. Looks like I said, looks cool. Um, but that's that's pretty much it as far as the releases. I'm really stoked for. I'm probably forgetting something, but um, these are just the games I'm pretty much obsessing about. Uh, mainly Flight Simulator that comes out on the 18th. Um, I've already got my pre-order in on that. And I actually went out, and we'll save this for the question of the bye week, but I wound up going out and getting a Thrustmaster uh, HOTAS setup uh, for the first time ever. And uh, that's that's fun. So I'll talk about that a bit. I've been playing uh, <laughs> IL-2 Sturmovic Battle of Stalingrad. Ah, nice. Just to take that through its paces, and I've I've had a lot of fun with that. That's a fun little distraction but yeah i can't wait for flight simulator all right let's move on to the news um obviously the big news this week uh dr disrespect is back streaming uh he streamed i think yesterday uh, and he is now streaming through youtube uh still no solid information as to far as what the hell is going on uh between him and twitch um Rumors abound, but nothing has really been confirmed. But uh, he's back. He's doing his thing. Um, his fans seem really, really stoked on that. So, no, not really my thing. But um, you know, as long as he's not whatever he got in trouble for, as long as it's not illegal or he's a total scumbag, you know, whatever, go do what you do. But he's back. Um, this one. All right, PlayStation State of Play. What did you think? Um, so PlayStation apparently started doing this a lot more, kind of taking the cues from Nintendo yeah. uh, in their, uh, I forget what their, their, their treehouse or something. Like yeah. Yeah. That, that's basically, you know, and, and kind of the, you know, obviously with COVID the whole entire industry is like taken to, you know, doing this method. Yeah. Sure. But, but, but I, like, play- I gotta say, we, we gotta talk about that when you're done with this too. Yeah. yeah. I, like, I like this direction. Anyway, go ahead. Yeah. yeah I, I totally agree. Like, you know, it's like it, it it's it's more of a check-in. I think I like uh, I think Nintendo does every quarter. I forget what, uh, or I don't know what PlayStation is settling into, but I know they're they're doing they're taking the same kind of tangent in terms of you know they're going to do regular you know kind of like 
state of like what are, what our PlayStation stuff's coming out. Yeah. Um, yeah. And most of the stuff like we kind of knew about or and or just, you know, just like, yeah, OK, interesting looking game. But one that did stand out to me uh, that, you know, really came out of left field didn't didn't even know about it uh, was called uh, Hood uh, Legends and Outlaws or Outlaws and Legends. Excuse me. I saw this. And ah. it's like, it's like, Ooh, what, what is this? At first I thought it was a single player game. Uh, and it does look like, it was, but it's not, but it, well, uh, well, I don't know if it, it, like what exactly it is. Like there's not much info. It definitely looked like it had a story component to it, but then like kind of near the end of the trailer, it kind of like, okay, you're going against other like outlaws and whatnot. Yeah. So it definitely looked like it had a multiplayer component. But it definitely has this this very Robin Hood vibe to it. Uh, you know, is very much being set up as like you know, you know, I'm, I'm boiling it down, but you know, rob the rich, you know, give it to the poor type of thing. And obviously, you know, it being named Hood, uh, and it had a kind of an Assassin's Creed feel yeah. to it. Yeah. And again, I, I kind of want to see more. Like, what is this? Is like if there if there's a story, like definitely sign me up. Multiplayer, it's like okay, you know, I I, I want to see like more of what is this thing. So I'm looking at the Steam page for it right now. Okay, and it's going to be in Steam apparently. Oh, excellent. Okay, so it's uh, not it's not a PlayStation exclusive, or at least uh, eventually, I guess it'll come to PC. Maybe yeah, exclusive yeah, it's to PC start. Is 2021. Did they say uh, when it was releasing on PlayStation? Uh, uh, let me see if I can find it. No, I'd say in 2021 as well. Okay. So it looks like it'll be coming out around the same time. Yeah, it's slated for PS5. PS4, PS5, and PC. Yeah. Interesting. Um, so a couple things. Um, reading the Steam page, it sounds very interesting. We are all outlaws, but some of us will become legends. Faced with a merciless, unchecked state, rebels and rogues from every corner battle to claim their place among legends. To win influence with oppressed pe- within oppressed people, rival gangs now compete in daring heists to hit the wealthy where it hurts. Folk hero or gold-hungry outlaw, only the best will escape with hard-earned riches. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Basically, two teams of players compete to execute the perfect heist in environments patrolled by deadly AI guards. Utilize the unique skills and mystical abilities of each character, moving in stealth to steal treasures unseen or dominating through loud and brutal combat. Um, so it says outplay opponents in intense PvPVE multiplayer heists, violent medieval world where ancient mysticism competes with man-made power and corruption. Claim your loot, invest in perks, weapons, and bold new looks, and then post-launch support maps characters. So, okay, so now I'm a little bit more jazzed about this because okay. it sounds kind of like uh, a similar setup to games like Vermintide 2, um, Dead it's by like Daylight. Pay- payday, maybe? Payday would be another one. Yep. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's got where it's like, yeah, I, I like that. Yeah. Okay. I, 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 now, now it's making sense with, with what I saw with it. So, so a PVP, PVP, VE <laughs> multiplayer high. So yeah. that, that's cool. Okay. So I'm a little bummed that it, like, cause believe me, I would love to see a Robin Hood, uh, you know, any God. kind of Robin Hood story, like sign me up for like a good single player, yeah, uh, campaign or whatever. Like, I, I almost don't care the genre, like, cause yeah, I, me I, neither. I feel I'm like we've, we've never really gotten a good Robin Hood game, I would think. I'd say the last one that I really enjoyed was CinemaWare's one, that Robin Hood Defender of the Crown mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. you can't even find anymore. 
Uh, that was actually a really fun game. Uh, nothing too amazing, but it was a CinemaWare game, just like their old Defender of the Crown, and it came from the desert. Where it's like it had a really good story, and you had the action set pieces, and there was a nice strategic element. You know, nothing too groundbreaking, but it was a fun Robin Hood game. You know, it was mm-hmm. a really well done, well voice acted uh, game. So. Yeah, I would love to see a real single-player Robin Hood game. I was just afraid when I like kind of read the initial stuff that this was going to be another fucking Conan Exiles like oh, server. like server-based thing. Okay. Oh, I hate those. I hate those. Um, I I just can't get into them. Like, I just can't get into like other people hosted games. Like, I, I'd rather there be an infrastructure that's like at least somewhat guarded against cheats and hacks and Christ knows whatever else when someone else is running their own thing on it. Oh yeah. Um, yeah like, they're you know, like, I agree. Like in, in the sense that it, they are extremely enjoyable when you're on a server that you, you know, who's controlling it. Yeah. Uh, and it's more or less basically a group of friends or like a clan or something, or, you know, people enough that you, you know who they are and they are, you know, more or less, yeah, I say PVE mode. Like, I know there's PVP for these things, but usually it's like setting to PVE and it's like, then you can just, you know, have fun building in the environment. Yeah. But, but to that point, it's like, you know, you know, usually you have to go in on shared cost and, you know, you're paying for the server where, as opposed to dedicated service as a result. Yeah. And I, I agree. Like, the, the gameplay is fun, but, you know, the, the mechanics in order to facilitate fun gameplay without going to like the public, you know, there are public servers, but they are a disaster and a half because you have buildings absolutely everywhere and, you know, gank squads, you know, waiting to jump on anyone. Yeah. It's just not my thing. Um, so yeah, I'm a little more excited for this now. Like if it's on like a Vermintide kind of architecture, this will be a great game. Um, yeah. Yeah, so I think that's it for news. Uh, again, that, you know, there was, there was some cool stuff at State of Play, but it was nothing that really had me like, whoa, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh, all right, so we will move on to the question of the bye week. Uh, we do have a voicemail tonight. I should have pulled this up earlier, but I'll work on that now. Uh, Nick, why don't you give out the number for anyone that wants to call in and uh, leave us a voicemail? Number is 610-810-1654. All right. Uh, we have one voicemail. We actually got a Twitter response as well, and I always forget these when we get them, so I want to make sure I pull this up, uh, and we'll, we'll go over this right now. Uh, bah, 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 bah. Now I just got to figure out what account it was on. Uh, oh, there it is. Uh, Hoodie Ninja, our pal Jeremy, uh, uh, co-host of the Bad Fodder Figures show once a long time ago. Um, he said, okay, I should read the fucking question. Um, and I forgot to post this in the save point. This is the kind of week I've had. So we'd have no uh, responses from the save point, And I'm really sorry about that, folks. Anyway. What is your favorite peripheral and a game that absolutely required it uh, in order for it to be, you know, fun and enjoy the peripheral? Uh, so you would you would give an example of like the uh, uh, the Nintendo uh, trackpad, whatever that thing was that you ran yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I think um, it was called the trackpad. Wasn't it? I forget what they called it. But yeah, stuff like that. So uh, Jeremy posted the Logitech G13. He said, every mouse keyboard game, the hardware and software lets you customize or automate anything, even outside of gaming. I've never heard of this before, but it's a really fascinating little device. Let me send you 
Oh yeah, uh, I'm, I'm looking at it now. Okay. Yeah, yeah like um, I was I uh, was very tempted to do this, and then I end up ordering a keyboard, which is extra keys on the side to be able to handle <laughs> stuff like this. Um, actually, my old Steel Series basically had that as part of the keyboard itself. It had like a separate had the main you know QWERTY keyboard, and then to the side you could put your left hand, and it had specifically WASD uh, ten buttons on top of each other. So it's kind yeah. of built in, and and let me tell you, like after doing that, it's like it was it was hard to go back to uh, just a regular keyboard without something like that. Because having having just like those extra keys in a nice position that are yeah, separate, it's it's, it's great. Yeah, I might have to look into that eventually. That's very cool. So what is uh what is your favorite peripheral? So really required it. yeah, I gotta go with with the, in you know this is probably a warm up for for yeah, again I'm I'm psyched for Star Wars squadrons, but it's gonna be the joystick. Uh, most recently, I have the the X fifty two. But you know, I always think back. You know, way back in the day, I think I had like I can't even remember the model, but it was like it was a you know, like a two button uh, Logitech. Uh, yeah, I have the, the same one. That old Logitech joystick yeah, with, it, with the it, it plugged in via the, yeah the calibrator had plugged in via the um the x oh whatever port it was i can't remember the port name it was basically the game port yeah mm-hmm. yeah game port so it was you know before the days of usb and all, all you kids just easy plug and play like we had a specific port that was for joysticks <laughs> specifically for joysticks yeah and we liked it <laughs> <laughs> and uh you always, always harking back and then yeah again playing x-wing and tie fighter back in the day and like that was how it was done yeah i mean it was the joystick oh, yeah. itself was super simple like i think it had like a little little slider for throttle or whatever but basically it was like you know you, you had your trigger for pull and a button for missiles and that was all you had and yeah, yeah it was the only way to play x-wing and tie fighter completely agree because i started out playing it with uh, a microsoft mouse Woo. and it ruined my mouse <laughs> <laughs> so i had to get one of those um yeah uh, i have to to agree with you and kind of go in the same uh bent um, I just picked up a Thrustmaster 296077T16. I have no idea. Like, I'm, I've been out of this peripheral game for so <laughs> goddamn long. I just got one that looked cool, uh, that wasn't going to break the bank. Sure. And so you've got the, you got the flight stick, um, really nice. Uh, let me send you the, the link to this. It's just a very nice, you know, not an expensive setup. I just linked it in the Discord, um, but you got you know your your throttle, you've got your your the control stick, um, very very cool setup. Way more buttons than I've ever used or probably will use. But I think like once I get Flight Simulator, I think I'm going to um, really start like understanding how this thing works, messing around with the different buttons, getting that all set up. Uh, but it's a nice, it's like you've got good feel to it. Uh, the throttle's really cool. And uh, so I wound up, like I was just saying earlier, I wound up hooking up uh, IL-2 Sturmovic uh, Battle of Stalingrad. Oh, nice. Um, very nice, uh, very awesome uh, combat flight simulator game, World War II combat flight simulator game, with a really wild dynamic campaign where you can do like career mode and, you know, you have a pilot and you can get medals and stuff. It actually kind of reminded me of X-Wing in that regard, where it's like, you know, you get based on your combat prowess you can get all kinds of awards like i've got like three orders of the red star and i'm kicking ass but the point being 
I cannot see playing this game with anything else. Like even trying to play it with a gamepad, I think mm-hmm. would just would not work. Just wouldn't work. Um, but uh, playing with something like this, like you really, it's very immersive. Like it really gets you into the feel of it. And um, so, yeah, I'm I'm definitely looking forward to uh, playing this with the flight simulator. I think it'll be a lot of fun. But yeah, so that is the question of the bye week. We do have a voicemail in response to this. Let's hope everybody can hear it. All right, who could it be, Nick? Who could it be? Anyway, I slid in the home plate and I'm so what's the call? Great question, great question. Let me think of there for a while. So, you know, it's, uh, it's a good question, but it's a tough question because uh, a lot of things are failures. So uh, I think I'm going to go with uh, Rob the Robot. Yep. Oh, uh, the Rob the Robot. That was for the other one. I'm trying to play it on game. Was it Gyro or Gyromite? Or, or I can't remember what's going on. I don't know if it's something like that. Not that, but just spit those little spitty things like uh, DJ spit a tune. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I kid. I did have it though. I did have it. That you know, I surprised I didn't take him and throw him out the window because uh, he was the worst co-op player ever. But hey, probably let's try something different. My real answer. I go with the light gun. A lot of fun with yeah. the light gun. Oh, about the duck gun. I I play duck gun. Not as odd. Walked in last night. It's all right. But uh, I think the light gun lasted long. You know, I mean, they go through the years. They're uh, Come up a little bit, right away from the head down, over to the old PlayStation camp, point blank. Man, what a great game that was. Yes. I think that was on the PlayStation 1. Correct? Yes, it was. It was. Fantastic. That had the old gun. That was outstanding. The Hogan Valley. Was it called Hogan Valley? That was on the NES. That was like a light gun shooter, yep. too. That was a good one. That was good. Back in the days when we respected people and we could have a gun and know that, well, you know, this is only fun and you don't point it at people and you don't go around killing innocent people. We just have fun with it, you know? But now, uh, nowadays, I don't know, common sense is uh, on vacation somewhere. I don't know if it's ever coming back. So. Yeah, I'm sticking with the light gun. I like the light gun. I do. It, it kind of has its own form with this PlayStation moving away. You know, you put those yeah. controllers on it, it'll do a type thing. I like going around blasting people, so that's what I'm doing with because yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Say uh, the world's crazy. I'm crazy, and uh, boy, that was two weeks went fast. You're doing a quick show or something. You're doing something fast, guys. Uh, hey, that's all right. Keep it going. Got the show. All right, man. I'm gonna try to uh, see. Uh, have a good one. Stay safe. Be good. Heads up, keep marching on. Keep the 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 hadn't come to mind and now you know now that he says that 
I'm remembering all kinds of games that I played on that and really enjoyed. Uh, do you remember the Die Hard trilogy on PlayStation? Did you ever no, play that? No, no. So there was a, a Die Hard trilogy game on the PS1. The first one was kind of like an action third-person shooter, you know, okay. where you're going through Nakatomi you know, Plaza and blah, blah, blah. Then the second game was a light gun game. Uh, and that was a really good game. I remember my cousin and I just played the shit out of that game um, for, like, most of a summer. That was just like the game we'd turn on to see you could, you know, make it to the end or get better scores and with accuracy and stuff. And then the third one was a weird driving one that I, I didn't play much of. <laughs> uh, but the light gun one was really fun. And um, I remember we had another light gun game i just don't remember what it was maybe house of the dead i think that was it house of the dead was the other one we played a lot of but the light gun was a great peripheral um um very good peripheral now if yeah. you want to play duck hunt though you gotta get a different tv yeah you, you do because <laughs> uh it, it required basically crt i think at that point right? it did yep it required crt to, because to, of the frequency uh, and all that yeah it also reminds yeah. me of, of the the light bazooka from the from the snes Oh yeah! Do you remember that thing? I do. My friend Rob, um, uh, one of my old old friends, uh, had a Super Nintendo, and he had that freaking thing. That thing was awesome. What is it called? The bazooka? What is it called? I think it was like the light bazooka. Um, (laughs) I I gotta look this up now. What is this? Oh, Super Scope. That's what it was. Super Scope. Super Scope Six. But you basically handled it like a bazooka, (laughs) like a shoulder-mounted bazooka. It was something. I remember that. Um, oh, dear God. That brings back memories. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, so if you want to call and answer our question the bye week at any time, or just call and rant and, and talk about whatever you want to talk about, that number is 610-810-1654. Uh, other than that, we will now move on. We'll conclude the show with some final thoughts and shout-outs and all that fun stuff. Obviously, a big shout-out to all the fans and people that listen um, just really appreciate everyone that continues to get the word out and just comes back to hang out with us every two weeks. Uh, we really appreciate it. And uh, just, I love the feedback we get, you know, everybody loves Nick. Uh, I, my friend, uh, Chris from the everyday gamers was thoroughly convinced that Nick was Fred French. Sounds <laughs> like, like, no, that would be a really interesting fourth wall ploy though. Wow. Nick's just calling into our show, pulling That's in right. the Fred French routine. <laughs> yeah. No, there's only, one. there is only one Fred French, and that is Fred French. Um, I want to give a shout out to the Everyday Gamers. Uh, I know they haven't, they haven't really uh, done an episode in a while. Um, I hope everybody's doing well. I actually wanted to take like a quick second and just um, kind of just give them a thank you. I was think I was talking about it with. Uh, a friend the other day and it was like that that was like the the show that made me want to get into doing this um just the you know the way it was just like a relaxed you know just friends pals talking games talking family and talking life and um it just they were a big inspiration to me so i just really want to give them a thank you and i I hope y'all are doing well and uh yeah i hope to hear you know some stuff from you guys soon uh, then the next inspiration, because they're just my my equally alter ego, is the Bad Fodder Figures. Big shout out to them. They've started live streaming the show. They're actually recording right now. Uh, they do Sunday nights at uh, 9 p.m. And so now they're they're live streaming the show on Twitch as they record it. And it's added a really cool element 
uh, to the show. I mean, the, the fans are just a really cool community, and just getting the uh, the live interaction with them is a lot of fun. I think it was a genius move on their part. It's already a great show, and now it's just even better. Uh, shout out to Married to the Games. Love those guys. And then finally, Denny and company over at Tap the Craft. Um, I got to get back on that that wagon. I always enjoyed that show. Just love talk- hearing people talk beer. That just love like good good beer and, and uh, always gives me ideas and new stuff to try. Other than that, uh, Nick, you got anything you want to shout out or promote? <clears throat> uh, no, nothing on deck right now. Alright, well, you know, check us out. Uh, you can hang out with us on the save point, tiny.cc slash save point. Uh, email us, theretrorents at gmail.com uh, We're on Twitter at theretrorents. I'm at retrorentsal. Nick is at Black Eagle Ops. Um, yeah, and we're on Twitch. I haven't streamed in ages, but Nick streams regularly and uh, just always fun to, to hang out with Nick on stream. Uh, Black Eagle Ops on Twitch. Uh, check him out. It's I, I'm kind of sad I missed the Expanse watch party. That would have been a lot of fun. But uh, I'll, I'll keep an eye out. I'll try to get caught up so I can join y'all for Season 5. Yeah, I'll keep you apprised on Season 5 because we're, we're all looking forward to that. Yeah, it's an excellent, excellent show. Probably the best sci-fi out right now. Oh, absolutely. Down. Yeah, it's a very, very good show. Um, And then that is it we will wrap up episode 61 i hope everyone is safe i hope everyone is healthy and um just be cool to each other you know be respectful and um you know let's just continue to try to get through all this together and uh, let's just think of other people than ourselves you know and just try to be kind to each other and be courteous and uh, other than that we will catch you on the flip side have fun play games don't be dicks Peace. See ya. I have to edit this out, Craig. You can leave now. <laughs> <laughs>